Welcome back, everybody. It is episode 101 of Hot Take from the Kitchen. And we're back in my kitchen. It's, I don't spend enough time in here. <laughs> I, I mean, weird. there's a story behind it all, right? Yeah. yeah so. But I mean, we're back together. Yes. And it's I've missed you. I mean, there's been a lot of different reasons for that. But I mean, and we're going to get into some of that right yeah. now. But I mean, like, by and large. We're happy to see each other, happy to do a pod. And, um, I mean, yeah. you're a busy guy. So. Well, I mean, this time of year it gets a little slower for me, but it, it is nice regardless to, uh, it's like I'm purposely not doing anything. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it's like. I got you. I got you. All right. So, yeah, we're back. Happy to be here. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search Hot Take from the Kitchen, and our email address is hottakefromthekitchen at gmail.com. It is H-O-T-T-A-K-E-F-R-O-M-T-H-E-K-I-T-C-H-E-N at gmail.com. And I was practicing that earlier because I didn't want to screw up. I mean, I'm impressed right now. <laughs> so, I mean, it was just going through my head a couple times. But anyway, no emails and no messages through Facebook Messenger, so... I really wouldn't expect, you know, I mean, yeah. we've, we've been dormant for a while and yeah. it's been in haphazard to say it at best, but, um, yeah, so that's yeah. fine. I'm not mad about it. Yeah. It's all right. We're we, I mean, I guess the problem we have right now is as well, we're going to do some hot takes of things that have happened right now. So much has happened between Mitchell's late October, early November pod till now. I mean, we could talk about so much, but yeah. I, I, I like what we have here. Yeah. Yeah, what we've kind of agreed it's, upon to talk about, yeah. so. And it's mostly us, so. Yeah, I <laughs> mean. What we like, so, you know, it's. I was at um, a thing for the junior high last month, and I had to listen to them um, present ideas by our community, and I, I said something like along the lines of, like, I just like to listen. I don't really have to talk. And they're like, said to the guy that has a podcast. And I'm like, I deserve that. <laughs> but I really do enjoy listening to people and like I don't know yeah it is what it is yeah alright we'll get into it and our first hot take topic is the Super Bowl matchup on February 13th so 13 days it's hard to believe that tomorrow is February already all right, and the matchup is the Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Rams. And the Bengals are in after upsetting Kansas City, I guess you could say. But I think Kansas City just blew it. I, the, I don't disagree with that. Um, I don't know, whatever you want to talk about the Bengals really quick first. Yeah. Okay. Joey Burrow. I love Joey Burrow. I do too. He's just seeing stuff on social media of him and he's a goofy guy. Him and that kicker. <laughs> I love the kicker too. So um, I'm just, I'm happy for Bengal fans kind of. Maybe yeah. not. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I guess I'm jealous. That's the line of fan mirror yeah. there kind yeah. of being like, eh. Um, I don't know. I mean, I was happy to see 
the Bengals winning because I thought they would be easier to play than the the Chiefs if the Rams would have won. Yes. So I was charging. But I don't know about or, that now. <laughs> or charging, cheering. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to say this. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if that's necessarily the case. However, it does seem like um, – I don't know, I guess let's just talk about the Rams, and then we can come back. I, my favorite thing about Joe Burrow is, is he left Ohio State and went to LSU. Yes. So, I mean, I mean, that's... He was passed over by Fields or whoever was ahead of him. Right. So, as it was interesting to see that. That's that's my ultimate favorite thing about it. Not only did he, like, go there, like, highly recruited, like, you're going to be the man, but then read the writing on the wall, like, you guys are absolutely in love with this guy. That's fine. I'm going to go win a national championship somewhere else. Does it? So, like, I just, yes. It's just his first year at LSU didn't go the best either. So Right, yeah. Just from his first year to his second year, it was just amazing to see. And he hasn't let up since then. No, not, not even after he hurt his knee. I mean, you texted me um, during the yesterday that you felt uh, Cam Akers was sus with his heel. Yeah. But let's not forget the fact that Joe Burrow just had his knee reconstructed either. So, I mean. Well, but it wasn't five months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a year. But and it probably hits a little closer to home because. I mean, I've ruptured my Achilles. So <laughs> yeah. It took me over a year to get back. I mean, sure, I'm not a professional athlete, but still, to go from July to December and you're already playing again. I guess the two things we don't know. Or the one thing we really don't know is how severe Cam Akers' injury was. And then, of course, we know he, that he got top-of-the-line care, top-of-the-line rehab, you know, everything in that – not that your parents didn't take care of you or whatever. I mean, but, you know, he's an elite athlete, so he got a, yeah. worth a lot of money, oh, so he got I elite know. care. He went to Germany and got that Kobe treatment. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, I guess we'll move on to the Rams. Matthew Stafford – is finally going to a Super Bowl. I was getting emotional last night. I, was, that's I got the chills. Question. I was like, oh, my God. Um, I held back tears. I could have cried if I wanted to. <laughs> um, Allison, had, there's a Snapchat video of me looking with this really shitty smile on my face. Or just, like, funny. like just, <laughs> And um, looking at the TV. She would pan from the TV to the to Matt Stafford to me. And she goes, I just haven't seen you so happy in so long. And I ruined it by picking my nose at the very end of it. So it really didn't get surface much. Uh, but, yeah, um, <laughs> I just was so happy for him. Still am. And I just, I'm just i optimistic, but I'm just really hesitant to be super excited because I just want him all to go all the way. I mean, yeah. those you guys have listened to this pod know by now where Matt Stafford and Detroit Lions fans, so we really want this to happen. So. He's four quarters away, so I mean – I hope he wins, but on the same hand, if Cincinnati wins, I'll be all right too. Because I like Joe Burrow. Yeah. Yes, I'm a Joe Burrow fan, so it's but nice. I'd to... rather have Matthew Stafford win. Right, and it's nice to have two teams that haven't won yet. Yes, yeah. So I feel like that's all I need to say right now. So yeah, I mean, we can go into it further. We want Matt Stafford to win. Yes, that would be number one. But. All right, our next topic is Michigan, University of Michigan. And we'll start with football and then go to basketball. But 
On the football side, there are there have been many rumors of Jim Harbaugh leaving for go back to the NFL, but I guess he is no longer in the running for the Raiders' job since they hired a coach. And the Bears also, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. They both hired coaches. A lot of people thought he was going to go back to the Bears since he used to play quarterback there, which that one actually scared me. Um, he, he interviewed with the Vikings today. Okay. Um, there's a meme going around Twitter of Jim Harbaugh in, in the interview, and he's like on his phone, and it's showing him watching the Michigan highlights of the year. <laughs> so I, I just I don't know. I didn't know about the Vikings until you wrote it in the rundown, but I don't know. If he leaves, he leaves. If he ain't going nowhere. Uh, he just wants money. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, he took a pay cut this last year to at, pay as, his assistants. Right. As he should have. Yeah. He should have taken a pay cut because he stunk. But now that he's done good, pay the man. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with the whole thing. Like, you know, he, he can't, you can't come up to him and say, we're going to pay you less because you haven't done anything. And then when he goes and do it, because, you know, not pay him then. Yeah. Oh. I, I can understand if you want to go with something along the line of like, well, I want to see you repeat it. But if Jim Harbaugh repeats this season again next year, then, then I, I, now I'm worried that he's not going to be at the University of Michigan. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, now it's either the NFL or maybe Georgia, like a big SEC school. Oh, Kirby Smurf's not going anywhere. No, you're right. But you get what I mean. Like yeah. somewhere maybe a little more important than Michigan. I mean, although I don't think Harbaugh feels that way. Yeah. I mean, I, feel, I think he honestly believes University of Michigan. This is a top-notch football school. So, yeah. I was gonna say he needs to do it again before he gets paid again. Because I mean, he just lost his DC. So yeah, I mean, I, I can understand that, that logic. Uh, my problem is, as I was discussing with Matt Mashinsky, he's like, with the influx of money that's hit college football, he's like the 30th paid coach in college football. That, that just that's unacceptable. I mean, like, for as good as he is, and as much as he means in university, yeah. he shouldn't be. I mean, he'll get his money. Yeah. He'll get it eventually. I don't know. Let's talk about the bad one. Yeah. All right, now on to Michigan basketball. They've taken a shit this year. And they shit the bed on Saturday against Michigan State. And they got our hopes up the week before against... Indiana and Maryland, and then they just decide to, I don't know what happened this past week, but they're having issues. Well, Bingham matched up pretty well against Dickinson. And that's if I'm coaching against Michigan, that's how I'm beating Michigan. I'm packing the inside. We're going to limit Dickinson's points as best as we can, hands up, don't follow them. And we're just going to let them shoot threes that we know they probably aren't going to make. because no, no, they don't have a shooter. So. Yeah. And if they do, because sometimes they'll have a game where they catch hot, then that's the day. But yeah. as you, as the record shows, it's probably not going to happen. So. No, no. Don't, don't. This team had high hopes, and now they're let's just hope we can get in the NIT. <laughs> it feels that way. Yeah. But at the same time, they could do a deeper yeah. run. I mean, yeah. it's there. It is. But it's just, yeah. They've shown signs. They just have to play more consistent. 
Dickinson needs to get in the weight room because he's getting pushed around by Bingham and he had like at least thirty pounds on him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, admittedly, Bingham's a little older, you know what I mean, but. Yeah, hundred percent. Bingham's terrible. Dickinson's like twenty one or something. So. Yeah, it just he's terrible. He shouldn't do that. He's better than Bingham. Yeah, that's, that's all that comes on. He needs to jump. Yeah, jump. All, yeah, <laughs> all our Michigan State friends hate Bingham because they just see him and they just know he's terrible. They, I mean, he should be so much better for what he is, and yes. he's just not. So, but whatever. All right. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. All right, we'll move on to the NBA trade deadline. It is. Next week, I think. I think they said 10 days. Yeah, it happens right around the Super Bowl, which is weird, but whatever. I mean, and I guess the hot topic is will Ben Simmons get moved? I don't think he will, but because he's hasn't played at all this year, and I think 76ers are asking for too much right now, from what I hear, but I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not in the room, so I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a, it's a messy situation. So, I don't know. I feel like what's going on is this is the owners. I, there, there was a phone call made between all the owners because Ben Simmons is trying to do what James Harden did two years ago. And I feel like the owners all said, like the Philadelphia owners said, like, I'm going to hold Pat. As long as I hold Pat and I dig in, I mean, yeah, he's, he's going to get some money because some of it's guaranteed, but he's not going to get all his money because he's not playing. As long as you guys hold Pat and don't do st- stupid things and encourage him to come to the team, then we have an opportunity here to take some of this power back from the players because right now it's the players have ran the league for – Ever since the decision, pretty much. Yeah. That's my hypothesis. I don't know if it's real or not. I just feel like this is the owner's way of trying to maintain some type of power or have some type of leverage on the players and make them play these contracts. Like saying, hey, you just can't walk away any minute. Yeah. Well, Ben Simmons is saying he's going through a mental health issue. So <laughs> My problem with that is, is I don't doubt he is going through probably some type of yeah. mental health issue, but if he were to get traded to the Lakers for like three people, and they could have Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, Ben Simmons, and LeBron James, and they're all running around dunking, and they're they win an NBA championship, and Ben Simmons is happy all of a sudden and not having his mental health issue, I feel like he's taking advantage of something that's very real. Oh yeah. So that's my problem with it. I don't doubt that he, what he's gone through, and you know, he he has this thing where he wants to, ever he doesn't like looking bad, and I understand that no one likes to look bad or dumb. But Steph Curry is like shooting seventeen percent from the field right now, and I think if you said Steph Curry is the greatest shooter of all time, I don't think many people would be mad about it. Yeah. So you're going to miss shots. And especially miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. Cliche, but true. I just wish he would. I, it's there. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I just. Say it. I don't, I don't know what to say. I, mean, <laughs> he, I don't know. He's a 
I guess he's a he's a point guard, and that's what he's doing. He's passing the ball to the people who are the scorers. Right. And people are getting on a shit about it. Yeah. Well, people say that when he shoots from three-point range, for example, he makes like one of five. He's only a 20% three-point shooter. Not great by any stretch in today's NBA, but not terrible where you shouldn't be shooting it. Yeah. Like, he still should shoot it. And he shoots, like, 45% from the field, which is, like, average NBA field goal percentage. Shoot it. Like, it's okay to miss. And I just feel like, for him, that's this mental block that he doesn't, you know, for him, he can't let himself go there. And if he can get past that, he's going to do really good. I I told somebody once that, I think he was so dominant in high school and able to get to the basket all he wanted that he didn't really need to shoot jump shots. And now he's scared to because he can't do what he did in high school. And it's just it's that mental block that he has and he just can't get over it, I guess. I mean, I think that's a very real... We, we see that with big men, too. Big men who dominate at high school because they're 6'10", and they don't ever see another 6'10 basketball player. Yeah. All of a sudden, they go to college, D2 even, and there's five of them out there with them. You know, that, That's a real thing. Yeah. So I, I, I like that take. I'm in. I'm picking up what you're putting down. All right. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. All right. I guess person on the Pistons most likely or yeah. is Jeremy Grant. Well, he's been the target of Gazzamani as a friendly contract, and two, he's probably one of the more talented people that could help, like, the Lakers or the Knicks or wherever he's going to go. Um, I don't know. Apparently he doesn't want to leave Detroit because he likes what he does there. Well, there's no pressure. Yeah, he's able to be the main focus of the offense. Yeah, I mean. And that's why he went to Detroit. I I love the Pistons right now. They are... I don't know if Paolo Benchero is really I, – I hate even saying this because you guys know I'm a diehard Duke fan, but I would rather have Chet Holgram than Paolo on the Pistons next year. There's that motor of – when I watch Paolo, there's times where I'm like, what are you doing? And like, you just, and I think part of it, again, like Ben Simmons, he's just so freakishly talented. He can do anything he wants. But he goes minutes where he just doesn't even defensively play defense or rebound. That's because he's cramping up, apparently. They say <laughs> yeah. he loses seven pounds. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand that either. Like, I understand being 46, year old, 46 years old, extremely overweight, and cramping up. But, I mean, I know he has some physical condition. And, but the good news is, is that he's going to one of the top medical schools in the entire world. They should be able to figure this out. You would think. Just one would think. That's all. So, Got Coach K. Put a call in, buddy. Yeah, I just – he has his own hospital for Pitt's sake. <laughs> so there's just – something doesn't add up to me there. But, again, if it's a real medical condition he has, <clears throat> regardless of so, then he should – like, that's a knock on him then. Then I don't want him on the Pistons. Yeah. If that's a real thing, then, you know, I'd rather have Homer and at least he's got this mean streak to him. He can shoot. He's big. He can protect the rim. I mean, that's what the Pistons are missing is Evan Mobley. If we can have Katie Cunningham and Evan Mobley, I mean, we're running, son. That would have been nice. But I get it, you know. So. I heard the kid from Auburn, 
forgot what his name is. I know you're talking about. I can't think of him either, though. I don't know how tall he is or anything. I don't know. Yeah. Got to get the first pick in the first place anyway. I don't know the way they're playing. I don't think they're going to get the first pick. So well, but it's a lotto. So yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. First pick can go to anybody. All right. Bet everybody's must be saying that. All right. Okay. Um, we'll go on to our COVID-19 update. Um, I'm still working from home, and this will probably be how it will be till I quit or retire. Really? Yep. That's what I wanted to find out. Like, how, how do, do you still like working at home? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, there's distractions. Yeah. I mean, me sometimes calling you. Yeah. I mean, you're not that big of a distraction. <laughs> It's the thing in my hand, but uh, yeah. my phone. But yeah, they gave us the option to we could stay at home or come back to the office if we wanted. And most people have decided to work from home. So, you know, this kind of cuts down on costs for them. Oh, anyway. 100%. So. I mean, I think I've said this on here before. Jim is trying to, I know that we know they're trying to work on selling that Renaissance Center. Half their employees can work from home. They don't need this big god size. Yeah. Just somebody else could buy it. You know, save the money. So, I had the vid. Yep, you did. Some idiot. I'll say. Yeah, I was around some people. On I got it from a wedding I worked. And hundred looking back, I hundred percent I should have because. I was around millions of people on the dance floor filming and everything that went along that. And, I mean, yeah. Um, it was but, a super spreader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The good news is, or bad news is, or how do you want to look at it, my symptoms were fairly mild. Other than I had um, a headache really bad, but they just said that's from all the sinus pressure you have, and then yeah. it just causes this headache. So um, two days I had a really bad headache, and I just wanted to close my eyes and not really do a lot, which I did. And by day three, I woke up and I was ready to, to go to work because yeah. people were calling me and wanting me things, and it was annoying because I couldn't do it a lot. But yeah, so I survived, and uh, I was really, I feel lucky because you never know how it's going to hit each person, um, and without being too political, I mean I, I'm vaccinated, boosted, everything, so I, I believe that it helped me. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I could see that. I just, um, I just, I'm lucky because, like I said, I just still even a week. It seems like a week goes by. I hear about someone's parent or grandparent or just someone dying. So um, it goes through your head, obviously. But I mean, I was you were checking on me. And I was doing good. So. Yeah. You know, I was a little scared because I saw you the night before. Right. And it wasn't much. You gave me a hug, and that was it. And yeah. Probably 30 seconds we were near each other, but then a week later, Zachary got had COVID. And <laughs> I had taken him to a Lions game, and coming back, he had gotten sick. On the bus. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> but he tested negative until a week after the game or something. Yeah. And so he probably got it from school. But yeah. They say it takes three to five days after you've been exposed to tests, so um, – but – I don't know. Who knows anymore? That's part of the problem. There's so much misinformation out there, and I don't know. But, yeah. So I cornered you for five days, though. 
then I wore a mask at work for five days and I wasn't presenting any symptoms. So here I am back. Yeah. After Zachary, because Stacy and Madison were over for breakfast and they had been around him, so I wore a mask for almost two weeks just to be safe. Yeah. It's nothing to mess around with. I had a friend of me, mine say to me that um, he didn't want to wear a mask because he was tired of perpetuating fear. And I just kind of listened to him, and he goes, yeah, I can tell you're thinking something. And I was like, I find it interesting that you consider a mask, you quit wearing a mask with fear. Yeah. That's all. And, um, you know, it's funny, so well, we got to get things back up, we got to get things back to the way they were. Um, I have a whole bunch of different thoughts on that, but... I can understand his point. I guess the first thing I want to say is like, nothing more than the, I would want things to be back to the way they were. Well, I think everybody does. Yeah. The reality is, I, I'm taking this whole thing through this whole, I mean, as we've gone through the pandemic or navigating, at least for me personally, I, there's so much in my life that's changed and become different with my work. And a lot of my people that I work with are like, well, it's going to get better. It'll come around. And it's been almost two years now. And it hasn't gotten better and it hasn't come around. And it's like you're just sitting there with the flowers in your hand waiting for the girl to come by and she ain't coming. Yeah. You know, like you got, like people say, you got to move on with your life. I agree. I would much rather move on with my life without how the world doesn't navigate it just the way it is versus um, I, people have been wearing masks in other countries for decades. Well, China's been doing it for how long? Yeah, so I, I just don't feel like wearing a mask is even, I mean, even now, I mean, I see people like cancer patients when they would get their hemolytic, they would wear a mask, you know, to help protect them. Like, so wearing a mask has been going on for a really long time. I just find it weird that people have equated it to being like a fear or something like we don't want the economy to open. I just, yeah. like, I mean, I can understand how they get there, but I don't know. It's also like when people say, Matt Stafford sucks. I can understand how you get there. I don't agree with it, but I can understand how you get there. So, yeah. like, um, yeah. So I still wear a mask everywhere. I mean, it depends on my mood and where I'm going. If I get around a whole bunch of people that I feel like, and then yeah, I keep it in my pocket all the time. If I deal with a customer and both my customers wear a mask, I put a mask on, hundred percent out of you know courtesy to them. Okay. So, um, and I've had people request for me to put a mask on, please, happily comply. So I just, I don't know, it's just weird. It is. I get it's a personal choice, but. Yeah, and there's that personal freedom conversation and, you know, like, whether it's the vaccine or the mask, I, I don't know. I, I hate to see you be forced to do either. Do I think you should? In certain situations, yeah, for both of them. But I don't feel like the government should make you either. So, you know, um, I don't think the government should be able to tell you a lot of things. So, whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> yeah. So that's a COVID update. I had the vid. I recovered. Brad's working from home still, which I'm absolutely 
it's so wild to me because so much of my work still is much like the pandemic isn't going on. You know, we're you know, selling cards and then doing all these things. And you are still not back at work. And it's, I mean, it's just so wild to me. Like, I just, the, the difference between the two of us is just so, like, crazy to me. And I just can't help but chuckle about the whole thing. Yeah. all. I guess is where I'm trying to get at. I, it was probably bound to happen. The pandemic just forced us to do it. Yeah. We were able to do it. So. Sometimes I wonder if, like, would I work from home? Or if Bruce gave me the option, like, you can set your appointments, you can work from home, you know, come and go as you please, how much would I be there? You know, the, the problem we would have is I would come in around 10, and I would probably live around 4 if I didn't have to stay. And everybody would do that. So we wouldn't, that 8 to 10 o'clock window, there would nobody, no one would really be there. Yeah. So um, you would have to figure that out. But, but by a majority of what I do, I mean, I, I had a walk-in customer today, but it's my first walk-in that I've had in quite some time. Majority of the people I sell cars to, I've made an appointment over the phone or on the internet. I have the car ready for them. They come in, they have an idea of how much the car is. I give them numbers, confirm that's what they think it's going to be. Send the numbers over to the bank, gone. So it's changed a lot. Yeah. So. You've said that you were getting more cars in a little yeah i mean i don't know brad <laughs> i don't i just I, I honestly don't know you know i had the guy come in today he's like i just still can't believe we're not making the chips in america and i just every person that says that to me i just want to say where do you think the shit to make the chips comes from <laughs> it comes from asia 100% dogs were in Africa. And the reason half these chips aren't made is because they can't get the raw materials to make the chips. The manufacturers are fine. <laughs> so the only thing we're going to do is have these big-ass factories in America lay off people because we're still waiting for the raw freaking materials to come. I just I just don't understand it. Like, I mean, I, it's just frustrating. I mean, <laughs> part of my problems, I deal with this every day, every day, you know. Joe Biden's got ships in the White House. He's sitting on it. He's hiding them. He doesn't, you know. Yeah, that's what he's doing. <laughs> I just, you know, it's like, I, I, I don't want to get out of a whole bunch of this because we're going down this rabbit hole. And but I just, it's just amazing to me. <clears throat> My favorite people are the people that um, don't know what's going on, like the. Like, like, what do you mean you don't have cars? And I'm like, man, we haven't had cars in three years because before this pandemic, we had the jam strike. We had to have cars, <laughs> right? And they're like, well, why? I'm like, because of the pandemic. Oh, I'm like, have you not gone to the grocery store? Like, I mean, this is not unique to the cars. Like, this is everywhere you go. People are having some, you at your job have back orders of crap you're still waiting oh, i'm sure but yeah we're still pushing through. yeah so. i mean we're all doing our best but i mean like we're, we're still having supply chain issues and that's not a car thing that's a you know two by fours or 850 at home depot i mean like come on like yeah. this is yeah so anyways that's enough but yeah. i just <laughs> that's fun yeah all right all right well i guess that's all i had
Yeah, I mean, I guess the, the, that kind of morphed into the, our life update. Yeah. I saw my kids. My daughter came home this weekend, which was really nice to see her. Um, those of you who care, <clears throat> and Brad, because you care, um, she's still two years off from a wedding, so right. you don't have to worry about the wedding anytime soon. All right, good. Um, but she still is, you know, serious. They, they like to buy a house. So I'm, like, I don't, I'm in no rush for you to get married. So like, <laughs> it's a good market time. out there. So. They're, they're, they're struggling with, you know, right. it's everyone who would, who would try to. I mean, you bought your house at the right time. We both know that. Yeah. What a poop show that would have been for you. Uh, my parents, my mom at least, would still be happy to have me at home. Got wrong there. So. All right. Um, I feel like that's pretty good. Yeah. Move on to our top five. All right. All right. And our top five are top five New Year's resolutions. I don't know if we've ever done this. Uh, No, either. Usually we take that Christmas break, and then we come in around late February, early March. Yeah. So we never really had a New Year's resolution. No. Guess it's a good time to do this. So my only question I have for you is, are we doing this draft style where if I say, like, for example, losing weight, you can't say losing weight? Or are we just going to say our five foot or We can do either. If you want to stick to the draft, it's fine. Let's stick to the draft. It's fun. I'll let you go first. All right. So my very first thing that I'm trying to do is prioritize my mental health by without getting too much of a deep dive into my therapy I have a fear of speaking my mind I don't necessarily tell people the truth all the time because I'm scared that I'll upset them or hurt them or whatever so my goal for 2022 is to be more forthright with people and talk to them more about why I don't you know, just things that have been bothering me or like why I don't do things and so on and so forth. So that's my first goal. And prior, primarily that deals with my marriage because I don't necessarily communicate very good with my wife. You know, whether it's, um, you know, maybe something broke on the car and, you, you know, like it's going to cost $5,000 and I don't want to upset her by telling her, don't worry, I'll figure it out. I'll take, you know, just <laughs> like that, you know. Um, so, yeah, I and it's hard for me because the way I built, I just don't like to disappoint people and let them down and upset them and everything that goes along with that. But I realized that it just takes such a toll on me emotionally because I just keep it all in, you know, like what's bothering me, upsetting me, and everything that goes along with that. So um, that's number one. Right. That's a good one. I have that problem too, but <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people do. So. Okay. Well, my number one will be the lose weight. I put on 20, 25 pounds during this pandemic and I'm tired of it. I hate how I look. So I guess I should just get rid of all my mirrors. But. <laughs> no, I understand. I mean, it like, um, my weight's fluctuated over the past two years. You know, I'll lose like 10, gain. 15, I'll lose 20, gain 10, you know, like, I don't know, I have a good rhythm and routine and momentum going right now, so that's good for me, but yeah, it's definitely, it would be prioritizing my physical health is very much there as well, so, 
Um, so I have to check something that wouldn't be that. Um, I would like to go to Marquette this year. I've always wanted to go. My biggest problem with Marquette is, I, I mean, maybe you guys don't know Brad knows this. I work six days a week primarily for the most part. Um, and if I do you know, my one weekend off a month, which is what I usually get, usually that's already taken up because I need it for something like whatever. Marquette is not one of those things where I leave at noon on a Saturday, drive up there, hang out for the day, and then come home. It's just not that way. It's yeah. it's like I leave at noon Friday, have Saturday, Sunday, and come home Sunday night. You know, it's just too far for me to. Yeah, that's that's a drive. Yeah, so like spending eight, well, only having eighteen hours there, like what way my work schedule is. That's why I've never gone. But I want to go so bad. So it's my goal. Ideally, it'd be a guy's trip, because I know you want to go. I was actually thinking about going in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I know Rick wants to go. I know Justin would like to go. He's probably not going to make it. I know Griff would like to go. He's probably not going to make it. I would love a guy's trip. Yeah. It would be amazing. Um, and my wife wants that for me. She 100% is so behind me trying to, to do things on my own with my friends and having the carving this time where I'm not, you know, for this really got bad with me taking care of Allison and when she had her arthritis really bad, I was just so scared to like leave her. And she's like, you don't have to be it. I just, you're annoying me, get away from me. Like, um, you know, and that's very fair, yeah. you know? Um, so she's encouraging me and pushing me to get out. Um, I don't know what the answer is. I mean, but I don't want to regardless. Like that's what I'm saying. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Travel to Marquette specifically. And I would love to also, I haven't been to Detroit in like four freaking years. Allison's gone lots because she has conferences there. It's been years. Now, really, the pandemic obviously has played a part in the situation. But it's been years since I've been to Detroit. And I love Detroit. It's my favorite city. So. Got to get to a game sometime. Word. Okay, my next one. I want to run another half marathon this year. Nice. Do you have one on the list you would like to do? I don't, but it'd probably have to be a fall half yeah. so I can get back into it. Well, that makes sense. I, you know, I ran that 10K for Beta Beacon, and uh, it's a really nice race. Uh, the one piece of feedback I gave them was August sucks. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're a runner. It doesn't matter whether it's 7 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday or whatever. Man... 85 degrees with 80% humidity, that's just no bueno, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you, at that point, you're not trying to fin- you're not trying to PR or better yourself. You're just trying to hope you finish without dying and cramping. That's what it was like in Chicago. Yeah, I mean, right. I mean, that was in July. Yeah. Still, it was... It was a very hot half we did there. Yeah. So, I mean, they had those little misters at the finish line. That's how, you know, like those things that cover you in the water as you cross. So, yeah, I... I, I wouldn't mind doing a half. I mean, I, I miss running because of the roughly 10 hours a week I had to myself, by myself. You know, I'd go out to Wellesley Road and run out to Wellesley Road, run a mile out there, turn around and come home, and, you know, an hour and a half later, I just ran 78 miles, and, yeah. you, know, you know, you put your favorite song on, and it's just you and the road, and, you know. I like running. Yeah. 
I just wish it liked me back sometimes. It does take a toll on my body. But that's age. Yeah, I mean. Not everybody can be Joe Gentry. <sighs> Freaking Joe. I love him. Jealous. But he also is like 140 pounds. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm a Clydesdale. He is a, I don't know. He's not a Clydesdale. Small gay. Yeah. Number three for me, big goal this year, um, is to not swear as much. And that comes and goes. I get into these moments where I'll swear a lot, and then I'll go, like, even I think you guys probably know it's on the I'm doing pretty good. Anyway, so I have moments where I get mad, and I'll drop an F-bomb or whatever and say something. But I've tried really hard not to swear anymore. Cause well, I picked it up for you. <laughs> <laughs> Probably done more swearing on this pod than I have in any other ones. It's a good one to have. Yeah, I mean, you know. My number three is going to be I want to learn a new skill. Ooh. I don't know what this skill will be, but. Do you know how to make risotto? No. I've never made it either. I don't think I have the patience. Because <laughs> you got to stand there and stir. stir and stir. Yeah. And then the heat, the t- temperature the heat matters. and It's a very delicate thing. I don't think my stove is very conducive for making risotto. Yeah, fair enough. I think you need a, a gas. Yeah. But yeah. I'll do some research into looking into a new skill. I will follow up on the next pod and have you figure out a new skill that you would like to do. I need some accountability. Okay. I like that. I'll follow up with you. I can do that. Um, Next thing for me would be, they say that on, and it's something you do really, really well, so you're kind of the inspiration behind this for me. They say when you make goals for like YouTube or Instagram, you shouldn't, like, oh, I want a thousand subscribers, which I desperately do because then I can get money from my YouTube channel, but they should say you should make more quantifiable goals, like I want to make 10 videos this year. So like do something you can control. You can't control if someone subscribes to your channel or not, it's just impossible. Or cause I want to routinely post, I want to consistently post. So I did like 25 videos last year, not bad. I'd like to do um, 30 work videos and do five weddings. So those are my goals. Um, I should be able to do that just fine, especially the work video. I got my first one. I just did the outline. I'm going to hopefully work on it tomorrow. I'm a month behind already because last year at this time I had like three videos already. But, you know, there's other reasons than COVID and all that crap. So, yeah. But, so, yeah. That's a good one. My number four will be... <clears throat> I want to read more. I don't read enough. I read here and there, but follow up on that. Do you want to read out of a book more, or do you like like are you trying to get out of your phone more? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have plenty of books here. I just... Yeah. I mean, you do have many a lot of books, <laughs> but I I I feel the same way. Like I was thinking of that. Honorable mention for me is disconnecting from my device. I, I've done a better job of not being in my phone as much. Uh, I think it helps that, uh, I, you know, as you guys probably can imagine, listening, my phone is part of my life at work. 
And this is my right hand. I can appraise a vehicle. I can get a customer approved. I can look up inventory. You know, I take pictures for online. My phone is 100% critical to work. So no longer is it like a, oh, you're on your phone at work. It's like you're on, your work's part of your job. But yeah. it's a tool. So, um, but when I'm not at work, I've done, I've tried really hard to like, kind of like put it away and just, you know, I'll even like when we go, well, if I go out somewhere, I'll just put it in my coat pocket, zip it, and just leave it there until, you know, and then I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry, I've been off the grid for a couple hours. I'm sorry I missed some, you know, that's the FOMO of it all. But, you know, I agree. I, I like that. That's a great goal. Yeah. It's the TV that's my big downfall. I get into that. I mean, I'll have a book next to me, but watch tv and man have you watched anything good lately because there's a lot of good stuff out there um, watch daredevil it wasn't the best it was all right have you watched boba fett right now yes yeah. watch peacemaker's pretty good too i haven't watched have you watched hawkeye yep i've watched all the more hawkeye's freaking amazing yeah hawkeye's probably the best thing i've ever seen marvel do i mean like series wise like that I was, I was, I mean, I loved Hawkeye. Anyways, sorry. Peacemaker's pretty good. It's worth checking out. Okay. John Cena's kind of funny. Yeah. It's definitely different than the Marvel stuff. Yeah. A lot yeah. dirtier and all that. Yeah, DC is, yeah. yeah. Oh, whatever. Okay. My fifth thing is probably the hard, one of the harder things for me. I've, you guys are going to be like, oh my God. Anyways, um, sorry. Tangent. I want to remove myself from conversations when people are talking negative of other people. And if I don't remove myself, I want to learn to, again, this comes from me because it goes on my first one. I don't like when people gossip about each other. Or I don't like when people gossip, period. Yeah. Um, and I, I want to help stop it. Like, I, like if I'm around a group of people that are talking really bad at someone, I want to have the, the courage and the chutzpah to just say, hey, let's not do this. We shouldn't be doing this. I'm really good at shutting my mouth and just being like not saying anything. And then if people are like, what do you think? I'm just like, I don't know. I, I, I do this thing. Um, sometimes at work, if, you know, the, you know, the water hole and people are talking, I'll just pull up my phone and give the impression that I do not want to be part of your conversation right now because it's not good. Um, so, and I do that a lot of places if it's at a restaurant or at a bar and I feel like it's taking this turn where it's negative or I'll just pull out my phone and just start scrolling and, you know, I just, I'm actively, I, I'm really good at not participating in it, but I want to take that extra step of like stopping it and saying, hey, this, is this really necessary? Like, what are we trying to prove here? Yeah, I get you. Yeah. I like that. My fifth one. I don't know. Hmm. Let's lift your truck six, six, six inches. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. All right. I want to give back more to my community. You do a pretty good job of it now. I know. I could always do more. Sometimes. Well, I mean, we always can. I know. Since you brought it up, 
Any ideas for the race? Who do you want to choose? Or uh, Not yet. I haven't yeah. really thought about it. Yeah. We should have a meeting soon. We probably should. Yeah. yeah. I'll get some charities together. I, I'm sure that our listeners will probably feel the same. It is 100%, I feel, socially acceptable to have an event outside. So I don't think you ever have to worry about having your race not go on. So, Merchant's building is big enough too. Yeah, I, you know it's a real one. The first, the one year we canceled, that was a real thing. We didn't know, you know, yeah. that was just a thing. And I don't feel like you'll ever have that issue anymore. So, um, we can go ahead and plan with our hearts content. I think we need to be cognizant of, you know, future protocols and things that might oh, come yeah. awry of that. But to say that. We're going to be looked down upon for having 50 to maybe hopefully 200 people over there together running for a race for a cause outside. I just don't think people bat an eye at that. So. Probably not. Yeah. So I, I'm excited for you and see where you want to go with that. And yeah. I got to give it more thought, but we'll see. Got a new goal to beat now. So it's... Yeah, we do. Yeah. I don't know if everybody heard or saw, but we raised $3,000 for Nimi Glissy with the last costume run. So that was cool. Beyond cool. cool. What I thought was interesting about your race this last year was the amount of sponsors we had and the the levels they gave. Yeah. yeah. It was, we had two very generous sponsors. Yeah, so... I think as we, I think you doing it every year, people seeing it's legitimate and you know blah 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 blah. It's only going to keep growing as long as you want to do it. So, um, yeah, I'm in. I like it. Yeah. I think lowering the levels a little bit helped too. So. Yeah, we'll just have to figure out. I don't know. Maybe you guys are listening. If there's a good cause that you think Brad should donate his money to for the race, um, feel free to send them in. One got to deal with kids. It's got to deal with kids, and also we ask that the the organization helps participate in some way. Yeah. I think it's about it, though. That's yeah, that's all we have. Not a big ask. <laughs> it doesn't seem like a big ask, but it has been in past years. But we can we will involve you. Yeah. We're not asking you to jump on stage and no. you know talk for a half hour or run the, run six miles. None of that no. stuff. They're just you know. I've never asked anybody to talk. You, know, you can hand out waffles for all we hear. Yeah, it doesn't matter. All right. But, all right. Any honorable mentions? Uh, talk to my brother and sister more. Ooh, that's a solid one. God darn you. Spend less time on my phone. Just get better at photography. Take more pictures. You're so good. Come so much, such a long way. Been in a rut, huh? It's the, the, this time of year is tough. It is. You know, um, there's only so many times I can take the same picture. Yeah. I always say, allow yourself the grace that you give for so freely to other people. You know what I mean? So. Um, it's been nice going back through my old pictures and. Yeah, it's been amazing. Not only that, but you know what else you could do is you, as you you've changed it, the way you add it. 
hundred percent you've gotten better at editing. So it's fun to grab an old photo and see what you would do now, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I would love to be better brother to my sister. I would love to be a better father to my kids. Um, that's a hundred percent real thing, you know. And I think it, you know, we could all get better at that. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, yeah. I mean, obviously, less technology, and you know, I'd love to take better care of myself. But you know, other than that, you know, um, we're going to try to redo our backyard a little bit. I need to finish the hallway that hasn't been finished in two years in my house because my wife's about to kill me in my sleep. So um, little things like that. I bought a new washer and dryer, which you don't know about, but a lot of people don't because I have it. I want to finish the lo- uh, redoing in the room before we take a picture and show it. So, um, yeah. What are you doing this weekend? Um, probably cleaning my house. Right. It's my mom's birthday Sunday too, so nice. Gotta get her something. <laughs> All right. Well, let's. There's a couple people that want to jump on, so I'll reach out to them, see how that fits in. Um, if everything goes according to plan, which I don't like to ever do it, but. I feel like I could get a really fast turnaround on this, and it should sound good. I should be happy. Everything goes along with that. If that's the case, we might have unearthed something here. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how it works with the third person. It's my <laughs> only problem. So, um, yeah. If this would work. If that would work, then I could give gas to this mic, and then I could use this little thing to do hickey here, but it's not. It's dead. When you plug this thing in, Hey, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five stick, you can get high with me, that's a deal, right? Ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five stick, you can get high with me, that's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? That's a bet, right? That's a bet, right? That's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? That's a bet, right? That's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? That's a bet, right? That's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? Hey, coming down like precipitation. I ain't never met a limitation. Pay the plot in my elimination. Gotta go to Google for the information. I'm a superstar, so I gotta shine. Top dollar be the bottom line. Bottom feeding on the line. Turn your heart rate to a dotted 